Welcome back to another exciting episode of XP Hunter. Once again, I am your new frenemy companion and sometimes love interest. I think I want to be your love interest today. That's where we're going to start. Okay. Hi, lover. Welcome. Welcome back. I missed you so much since you were here last time. Remember here at uh, XP Hunter, we are juxtaposing life with video games because they are not so different from how we live our lives. The characters that we play are not so different from us. They have interests, they have vices, they have issues, and that is why we love them. We are going to dive a little bit into comics. And so I think a lot of people are still struggling with uh, the connotation that video, that comics are literature kind of but not really me personally I think that comic books are literature if you've ever picked up a graphic novel as they like to be called nowadays uh, or a comic and you let's say you take the Superman uh, serial uh, we're not going to go all the way back to the beginning because you know retcons and changes and new writers but let's just say um, man this is a little hard okay so let's say we're just going to take uh, everything from like the new 52 onwards, even though I hate the new 52, it sucks. But if you take everything from the new 52 onwards about Superman and you put it together, it would be one giant book. Mind you, Superman's history goes back to like the 1930s. So he has a very long and full, rich backstory and, you know, you know, side stories where he's making appearances with Batman and Green Lantern, and Green Arrow and everyone else. Um, so the thing about it is it's not so short-sighted, but I, I want to talk about the dark side of, of all things. And I think a lot of people uh, don't realize that uh, most medium that we create as people, whether it's art, whether it's comics, whether it's video games, um, it really reflects who we are as people, um, not only individuals, but uh, societies, cultures, uh, and the world in general, right? Um uh, we're going to be focused on comic books, but the first idea that comes to mind is, uh, I think it's the red, it's red something. Uh, there, it's a movie that um, was remade not recently, a couple of years ago, and Chris Hemsworth or Liam Hemsworth, what rather was the main character. And in the new version that came out a couple of years ago, the bad guy was um, North Korea. Whereas in the original, the bad guy was Russia because, you know, we used to have issues with Russia and now, I mean, we still have issues with Russia, but now we have issues with North Korea. And so now they are the bad guy, right? I mean, they could have still made it Russia, but it, it was more poignant uh, for people now for the bad guy to be North Korea. So the same things um, happen in uh, comic books. And so uh, we're going to just be talking about the things that are are left in the gutter. And if you don't know, in comic books, um, comic books are drawn in panels. Uh, and so it can be in any kind of amalgam. It could be three long rectangular uh, um, panels that are set on one page. Or it could be uh, three rows of three rectangular panels set on one page. But the gutter is a space that are the space that is between the panels so let's say superman is meeting lois lane so the first panel would be let's say superman on um, over you know he's flying through the sky right so the background's blue 
and then you have Superman. And the next panel next to it, you have Superman about to land on a patio in the city. And then the next one is Lois Lane coming out onto said patio. So the thing is, there's information in between those panels that we subconsciously interject, right? So we know that Superman was flying, so we don't know how far he flew, but he flew a little bit more than he was landing on her patio and she heard him. And so then she showed up, right? Those are the things that happened in between those three panels. And so what I mean when I said there's a lot of darkness hidden in the gutter is that there are a lot of messages and undertones in comic books that a lot of people kind of ignore I'll say or it's just not as impactful because someone's not saying it to them right uh and this is also goes into how people communicate with each other even in, in real life like uh, face to face or <laughs> a lot of times you know internet or internet post to internet post and so the thing is is that it's one thing for someone to come out and say oh I think that you're very ugly right and then it's another, it's another thing entirely for someone to pay you a backhanded compliment. Like, oh my goodness, like your hair is amazing. Too bad that, you know, you couldn't, you know, get your face to do the same, right? Like they're paying you a quote unquote compliment, but there's like shade in there, right? Because they're still saying that your face can't match how nice your hair looks. And I think that a lot of times in comic books and comic books, I think do it very well video games as well but comic books definitely so because it it's it kind of leads you to make interpretations and decisions for yourself rather than them than them telling you and I know a lot of movies and even some video games kind of end like oh make your own decision and I really don't like that because in a lot of those forms of media they have already been telling you this is you know up is up down is down left is left right is right you know BA start, you know, like they're telling you what it is. This is how it is. Um, and then at the end, they're like, we'll make your own decision. That's what? That's just lazy writing. Um, but in comic books, they are telling you up is up, down is down, left is left, right is right. But also none of that stuff is true. You know, there there is always an option in, in comic books for you to um, understand and an, analyze information in a way that makes sense to you. Um, and so that's why, there, you know, there's canon, right? And canon just means that it, is, it has been legitimized by the writers um, of the story, you know. And then there's, you know, head canon, right? There's what you believe in your head just from the information that you've been given because it makes the most sense, right? So um, a lot of times across the board, but mostly in comic books because they are ever-changing and they have a lot of turnover for uh, writers and the like and so they'll have characters like uh, a lot of people don't know that the first Green Lantern his powers are actually uh, kind of tied to mysticism and magic rather than you know um, than the Green Lantern that came after him Hal Jordan where that whole uh, you know space uh, police uh, notion was created because at the time you know magic and mysticism wasn't as interesting and that green lantern was selling poorly and so they started um they started doing stuff in space because people were super super into that and they they won't tell you like there's a whole arc for hal jordan where he he literally he goes dark he just um his entire city star city gets 
Bayside, (laughs) his entire city gets destroyed. And so he kind of goes on this bender where he's just like, he recreates the whole city using his Green Lantern ring, which is wrong. Uh, Or at least the guardians of the universe say it's wrong. I wouldn't particularly say it's wrong. I mean... (laughs) He, he's you know he's going through some stuff but he they you know everyone gets together the new green lantern or another green lantern john stewart and batman uh and a lot of the others come and are like man you you gotta stop this you gotta you gotta get yourself under control and um in between the panels it's it's, it's very easy to just follow the main storyline where it's like well you know green lantern uh hal jordan has gone off the rails we need to get him back on if we can't get back get him back on we have to you know put him down you know um but in between it's like there's a part in the comic where he's talking you know quote unquote talking because mind you everyone in his city is dead everything's gone uh, it's been leveled um, but he's you know talking to his brother and they're just having this conversation about his parents and you're you're listening to this conversation but in between the panels you know in the gutter it's like it's all this stuff that's still even though his brother's gone he's literally talking to himself um there's so much information that's still being left in the gutters right information that you have to infer it's like well why why is he having this conversation with this projection of his brother rather than why didn't he have it with his brother and we know he can't have it with him now right his brother's dead but why hadn't he had it with him before you know and uh if you're just reading it just for face value you miss a lot in comic books um if you're actually looking deep like why why is he doing this you know if you actually if you actually think about it uh comics have such a rich um literary value because it's not just you taking information, it's you taking in that information and then analyzing it. And uh, that's why I like reading comics. I like learning about people's backstories. I like um, learning about um, some, you know, when they have elsewhere stories where they just go off and do really weird stuff. You know, it's like, why, why, why do we have um, Batman by Gaslight? You know, so it's like a steampunky Batman. It's like, why? But it's so interesting to see them in those situations. And I especially love it because of all the dark things that exist within comics. Um, Just because I'm a big proponent of um, art imitating life. And, you know, when we, we create scary monsters or, um, really really bad guys I feel like those characters really represent a dark part that exists in all of us you know um on the you know less kind of you know watching the world burn and eating babies side on the on the more like not so crazy sad side you know we've all had like the the notion where someone asks you to do something and you're just like no right that that's a very innocuous version of it but the thing is is that that thought inside of you that's saying no I don't want to do anything for you why can't you do it for yourself I'm not your slave that's the dark part of us I'll say and just because I say dark I don't mean that it's evil or it's wrong but it is a place or mm, a thought inside of us that for the most part is going to do what's wrong for other people uh even though you know we could win we ha- we could have all around win but we'd rather do what was just best for us and watch everyone else burn 
You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's like, well, why can't you help this person? Why can't you go? Why can't you get them a little, a small tea? It's only a dollar twenty-five. It's not gonna really. It's not gonna break the bank. You can do those things, but there's something inside of us that's always kind of pulling us back. That's saying, no, I should just look out for me. I, don't, I shouldn't look out for you. You look out for yourself. Um, and that's what I find the most interesting because, especially today, uh, I think a lot of us or a lot of societies kind of shy away from it it's kind of like it doesn't really exist we're better than that we're civilized you know and if you've ever read a comic I mean there are so many um a lot of the the um systems or systems of government societies whatever you want to call them they would consider themselves civilized right they're capable of space travel and they have um superpowers they can fly and so having these abilities that um for the most part usually are innate right like you superman's a kryptonian and even though kryptonians on krypton can't fly and they don't have superpowers uh when he grew up here exposed to a yellow sun he developed those powers but that was always genetically pre he was pre genetically predisposed to be able to do those things right he just happened that his his uh, species was developed on a planet that didn't that had a red sun or just didn't have a yellow sun and so the radiation they observed didn't amount to anything but it was always going to happen and so there are things about ourselves that we want to acknowledge like Superman will acknowledge that yeah he's an alien I'm sure for a long time even sometimes now he wishes he wasn't he wishes he was human I mean he likes helping people but I mean I once I like told someone I was like, it'd be so cool to be a superhero and they're like do you know you'd probably wake up in a cold sweat because now you're not just worried about yourself now you feel like you have the you have to help other people because you have this power how could you keep it to yourself and keeping it to yourself is selfish and a lot more people will die because you do have this power and you haven't used it but I digress we can talk about that another time uh, and speaking of talking about it another time, don't forget, you can email me at xphunterlee at gmail.com if you want to just comment. We also are up on uh, Pinterest and Instagram, Facebook, TBD. I'm still thinking about it. Um, but you can always, you know, uh, there will be challenges posted on the Instagram. Uh, there will be challenges posted on the Pinterest. If you want to participate, you can email me again, or you can also just, you know, DM me on Instagram and I will always make sure to try and, you know, shout you out, uh, hand out some XP, talk about how, who and how people, uh, completed challenges that we put on the website. Uh, and, I will myself be going out on quests with companions and friends and frenemies um, out to do uh, the challenges that I set for you guys. Also to, you know, explore, gain that XP so that we can all level up. Um, but getting back to the all the dark things in the gutters, um, I think that I myself, uh, I kind of just got into comics just because... Um, you know, recently, uh, Marvel has been kind of coming out with all the movies for all their superheroes. Uh, mind you, I didn't like, I mean, Avengers is really good, right? I didn't like Justice League Unlimited, um, Unlimited, that's the cartoon. I didn't like Justice League, the movie, because first of all, no one, I mean, Cyborg is a good character, right? He, he's, he's, he's pretty cool. Um, but like Martian Manhunter, 
that's where it's at. I don't really care about Cyborg. When given a choice between the two of them, I choose Martian Manhunter. Um, mind you, they already have, basically they have a cartoon movie of the movie that they made. It was, we all know DC is going through some things. <laughs> but um, I also like comics because it really allows you to, uh, to delve into dark things so i don't know if you guys know this but on wikipedia there is literally a list of all the people who have ever been raped that's right guys i said raped who have ever been raped in a marvel comic and there are a lot more people on that list than you would think um even surprisingly nightwing is on that list i was i was like what and and surprisingly there are, are men on that list um, and right now I know, uh, rape is a very like hot topic in America, especially, um, because you have a lot of women who are speaking out against men who have used their power to coerce them and about, uh, men who have hurt them. Uh, there are also men who have come out to talk about themselves being harassed and, uh, sexually and sometimes raped. Um, so for it to be found its way into comics, which most people would say kind of exemplifies, again, a, a break from reality. It's like, why is rape finding its way into, you know, our break from reality? We don't want to be hurt. We want to see, you know, exceptional people doing exceptional things and saving the day when in actuality, these, uh, superheroes, these X-Men, these mutants, they are actually, a way for us to see ourselves in a different light. And so a lot of people will say, like, if they're talking about the X-Men, they're like, X-Men have been, you know, an analog for basically any discriminated group ever, right? So mind you, <laughs> gosh, guys, my mind's going mad a minute because comic books just have so many weird things going on with them. There's actually um, a comic where, a very old Superman comic where, A, he almost does a... a uh, pornographic <laughs> movie yeah I said that right there's also one where Lois Lane actually gets changed into a black woman right and I know that gives you pause it gave me pause when I, I first like read about it and then I went and found it um, but yeah I, it's some magic box she gets into changes her black and then she has to live as a black woman for like I think it's something like a, a week or something. And she, at the time, she is engaged to Superman. And so, you know, as she's still a black woman, she's like, would you still marry me, marry me if I was black? And he just doesn't answer. He just doesn't say anything. And she ends up changing back. So I'm like, okay. Um, but, you know, I did that just slightly in the mood, guys. But getting back to the the reason why rape appears in comics so in the history of comics when they were first came out there was a whole like council that was there to say what could and couldn't be in you know comics and I mean this is really I mean it's not so different now but it's not strict right it's kind of like back then it's kind of like how the FCC is now, right? Oh, you can't cuss, you can't do this because the radio is free and people, you know, haven't opted in to hear that message and, you know, the whole nine yards. yards. And that was the message of uh, the Comics Council and the whole 
um, thing was, you know, you can't have swears. The bad guys are bad guys and they have to lose. The super guys, the super guys, the the heroes have to win. You can't make the police look bad. Uh, you know, you can't uh, over be the characters can't be over sexualized and yada, you know, everything that follows with that. Um, after it was repealed, ooh, bless me. after um, they stopped requiring those requirements of comic books, stories became more robust and more interesting. And more and more, um, because of the shock value, because people had never seen uh, those things happen in comics, they were put in. So the instance where... Uh, uh, Batman himself had been raped, depending on the continuity, right? So in the 90s cartoon series, also in the comics, I believe. So he has a son, Damien, with um, Ra's al Ghul's daughter. And depending on the continuity, A, she dr- she drugs him. He passes out, you know, a man and a woman find themselves in a precarious situation. And she rapes him. And she gets pregnant with Damien and goes back off, um, to you know hide in the mountains with her father and in the other continuity they they purposely you know got into this scenario together and so the issue is why would there need to be a scenario where batman needs to be drugged right i mean batman isn't he's not a hermit but he's not you know out here like getting laid all the time so it's like why why would there be an instance where he needed to be put in that situation and I think it happens because a it shows a vulnerability and I do like it because there are actually um superheroes uh, in comics now that are uh homosexual and so uh, a lot of times there's actually an analog two analog characters for Batman and Superman let's call Apollo and the Midnighter and they're a couple and you know Apollo who is the the analog for Batman I mean for Superman which was brought in from a a comics company that was bought out by um Marvel DC (laughs) which was bought out by uh, the company um he gets he gets raped right but like he's he's homosexual so it's like oh homosexual man gets raped um but the fact that Batman was raped by a woman I mean she's a super you know she's a she's a an assassin she's very good at what she does right so it's not super surprising but it is a you know batman one of the most intelligent uh non uh superhero non super or mutated superheroes that we have uh kind of gets taken advantage of it makes us feel vulnerable through him and i think that's why i like all the dark the dark bits right because we, I mean, me personally, I don't like to ignore the dark part of myself. I like to look at it and analyze it and say, why are you this way? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is this like really going to help us? And if it's not going to, you know, help us, we, we, we got to move on. We got to do something different. Whereas other people want to ignore it. And when you read it or see it in comics, it's like, yeah, it makes you get more into it because it feels more real. It feels like these characters are not just here to be exceptional and to be someone I look up to they're people themselves um especially you know Batman he he doesn't have superpowers he's just a guy who ended up in a fortune you know his parents were killed when he was a child and that shaped his whole life going forward from there and 
I think that we all kind of forget that um, we would get bored if things were perfect. If, you know, I, I, I me personally, reading some of the storylines of Superman from his beginnings, I'm kind of like, this is, this is a useless, you know, if you are part of any fandom or particular movie series or book series or video game, you know that, uh, like, I'm part of SPN family. Woo! Supernatural. Love it. I think it's great. I really think it should end. But it is still great. Still love me some Sam and Dean. Um, but when the show first started, there was a monster of the week, right? The brothers drove around the Impala until, you know, someone called them and said, oh, or they came across something weird. Uh, you know, a cold spot in a house or they, they there's a, a colloquial, um, you know, haunted house you know dark house on the hill and they go and they hunt a monster and they kill it right and the thing is that that's interesting for a while right because you're learning like the lore you're learning what's possible what's not possible like in the supernatural uh, storyline there's no such thing in the, in the continuity of that story in, in their reality there's no such thing as werewolves like werewolves are just uh berserkers they don't grow like wolf hair. Their their own body hair grows, yes, but they don't grow wolf hair. They're not related to wolves. They're just people who have gone berserk. We're learning about wendigos and stuff like that. It's interesting, but the thing is that can only go on for so long before you just don't care anymore, right? And so stories where everything is tied up in a bow are boring, you know? And, and of course there are story arcs, you know, there's Crisis on Infinite Earths. There's, you know, six... Uh, six uh six book uh serials where it's like a tangent storyline off the main storyline but uh there's only so much of that that will pique your interest or keep you interested if you're not already invested right and so a lot of the comics now they're um they're kind of shaping themselves to be more interesting to people or you know younger crowds because those are the people who are going to go to the movies and buy merchandise and buy the comics so they can follow the storyline. But I think it's the people who are not just reading it because it's like, oh man, yeah, Superman, so cool with his flips and his, you know, spider webs and, you know, his witty one-liners um, who are like, man, Spider-Man has lost a lot. You know, he's, of course, all almost all superheroes have died multiple times, but have been brought back because we want to read about them. Um, but, you know, no, if your average reader is not, looking at the deeper story is a story worth telling that that's my biggest thing the dark parts the the stuff that get left that gets left or is hiding in the dark corners of the gutter in comics is what really interests me it's what's not being said that what re is what really keeps me reading uh comics uh, so uh, we're coming to the end of the show, guys. I had so much fun uh, talking about all the dark things with you. If you guys want to um, let me know what you're thinking about, what you think about the dark corners or what your favorite dark thing left in the, the gutter of a comic is, please, uh, you can leave me an email at xphunterlee at gmail.com. Uh, you can DM me on Instagram. You can also check out our uh, YouTube and again, the Instagram or Pinterest for uh, extra content, aka our uh, new upcoming video segment called Questing, where, you know, we go out and try to get some XP for discovering hidden things and checking out loot. Uh, if you have a suggestion for uh, 
a comic or video game or some kind of premise that you would like me to discuss, uh, send me a message. I love joining up with people. And remember, you know, I am your companion, your frenemy, and sometimes love and trust Lee. And we should get to know each other. So don't forget to check out uh, the challenges on the Pinterest or the Instagram. Um, this week, I think I'm going to set the challenge as go find a hidden place in your immediate neighborhood. So when I say that, I mean within like a 15 mile radius find some place that you have never seen before that you didn't even know existed go there have an experience take a picture send it to me and let me know i will definitely give you a shout out on the next episode and you know give you some xp if uh you're not all caught up on challenges i think uh the last challenge was for you guys to create a character sheet uh so that that's a way for you to uh, kind of uh, see each other hang out talk uh Tell us about your escapades in tabletop, video games, uh, comics, or whatnot. I will see you guys again next time. In the meantime, do it for the XP, guys. Bye.